Hello, welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. This is a daily conversation about scripture, culture, and media from a Reformed perspective. Get your Bible and coffee ready and prepare to engage today's topic. Here's your host, Pastor Keith Foskey. Welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. My name is Keith Foskey and I am a Calvinist. With me today is Richard Roden. Say hello, Richard. Hello. All right. Normally we have a three-person group when we do our Caffeinated Calvinist Roundtable, but today it's just going to be Richard and I. Richard would like to give a retraction (laughs) to something that he has previously said, and we're going to talk a little bit about that retraction in a moment, but just to bring you up to speed as to where we are. For the last few days, we have been working on a Christmas movie debate, and it was myself, Sam Brown and Richard Roden, and we've all been working on this debate, and we did three days. And ultimately, if you've watched to this point, you know that we had four categories. We had old classics, we had modern classics, we had animated classics, and we had a dark horse round, which Mm -hmm. was the, uh, I called it Christmas action, but really it's action movies set at Christmas. And that was the debate as to whether or not they are really Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. I say yes. Richard said no. (laughs) And Sam agreed with me, but some of you in Facebook land, some of you in YouTube land have agreed with Richard, Mm -hmm. but that's where the retraction is going to come in because Richard has, he's, he's come to his senses on at least one or two of the movies. But we're going to get to his retraction in a minute. Before we do that, I just want to say thank you for those of you who have interacted with us. This week is all about having fun. It has been a Mm -hmm. difficult year. In fact, the whole reason why I ultimately started this podcast in the beginning was because I wanted to give people a daily encouragement, take people to the word every day, talk about things that were important, talk about things that we don't always get to talk about when we're together in church, and just have a daily daily encouraging podcast. And that's what this has been about. So what we've done is this whole week has been about Christmas movies. And some of those Christmas movies are not really qualified in the minds of some to Mm -hmm. be Christmas movies. And that would be movies like Die Hard and Lethal Weapon Mm -hmm. and Batman Returns. And we even thought about another one, Rocky Mm Four, which was set at Christmas And so we could say that's a Christmas movie. But some people have debated and said, no, that's not a Christmas movie. And again, in just a moment, Richard's going to be able to, I keep going to this because I'm I'm so thankful that he's come to his senses in one one sense. Uh, But again, I want to thank you for those of you who participated. Thank you for those. I know some of you probably would prefer uh, if, if we stay serious all the time. And we do have serious podcasts. And Richard and Sam have joined me for some very Mm -hmm. serious discussions and debates. Uh, But this week's all about having fun. So I do hope you've had fun listening. I hope you've had fun watching. And we're going to have one more tomorrow. Hopefully we'll be able to bring Sam in on this last one because we're going to talk about family-friendly movies. Because one of the things, the question that was asked by a YouTuber was the question of, well, what is the best family-friendly movie? Because we didn't really distinguish when we did that. I mean, we didn't really account for some movies having some language that some people might not uh, what might find offensive. We, we, there were some uh, scary parts mm-hmm. of some of the movies. And of course, some of the action movies are, are uh, movies that people wouldn't like. So, right. so we were able to, in a, in a sense, deal with, uh, we just looked at Christmas movies in general. But tomorrow, Lord willing, on the podcast, we're going to deal with what movie do we think is most family friendly? What is most appealing to adults and children, but is sort of clean and safe for everyone? 
Now you did address to some degree the the language in some of the movies that you watched when you were a kid on Saturday morning TV, and it was all dubbed. You That's didn't right. Really, you didn't really know the movies had language until you were an adult. So, but you did address that, but we didn't talk about the the family. What's family friendly? What would be recommended from a Christian perspective to actually watch? Yeah. That you could watch with the whole family. So. In fact, I would encourage you if you're listening right now and you have some thoughts, what do you think is, what do you think the parameters should be? Cause that's what we're going to discuss tomorrow mm-hmm. is what are the parameters for what makes something family friendly? If it's scary, is it not family friendly? Cause that, you know, Christmas right. Carol and especially Mickey's Christmas Carol, there's some scary stuff in right. that. I know for right. people to say, well, how is that scary? There's a scene where a dude literally falls into what looks like hell. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little scary. And uh, then we have this, this, the question of, uh, you know, language, of course. And as Richard said, for a lot of us, I grew up with these movies not knowing they had the language in it. Somebody mentioned Christmas Story as being a family-friendly movie. Well, it depends. <laughs> if you watch the TBS version the 24 hours of a christmas story then yeah it's ultimately family friendly but if you watch the one i bought on Mm -hmm. prime the very first thing you have when the three boys are without their parents and they're walking down the street is the boy just starts dropping expletives like they're nobody's Uh business and uh calling their father ugly names and stuff you know And, and and so Absolutely. There, this is going to be our topic of conversation for tomorrow. So if you are a regular listener, I, I encourage you to tune in for one more day discussing Christmas movies. But, but Richard, I put people off long. I put you off long enough. And, and I'm, I'm actually sitting in what will hopefully soon be my room, but we're actually in your room today. We, right. we, we've gathered together. For about another week. Yes. This, uh, this is my new home, uh, Lord willing. We'll bring it all together. Richard, since we're at your house now, at least for another week, and um, we are, we're, I want to hear your thoughts. Well, what happened was we, after we filmed the, uh, the second episode of, the, of this week and we discussed, discussed the Christmas, Christmas action movies, I gave that three-page, y'all called it an 18-page, that three-page dissertation on why I'm protesting the Christmas movies. Which I, I got some compliments on that. I, some people thought you really put a lot of effort into I, that. I did put effort into it. I mean, I looked up release dates. I was going, yes. I'm proving my point. They ain't Christmas movies. But perhaps I wasn't. You, you were making a point. I, I don't know you proved well, a point. I was I, making I, a point. Uh, there you go. Um, but however, as I lay in the bed, listener, at about one o'clock in the morning, I had to sit up because I had a realization concerning one of the movies and maybe two that it met my standard. Now, if you don't recall what the standard was, we'll briefly, I'll briefly lay it out there. The standard I set was for myself, it has to be a Christmas movie. Christmas has to play into the plot in such a degree that if you take Christmas away from it, then it's no longer, the plot doesn't play. Or if like it's a wonderful life, Christmas really doesn't play into that, but there's a moral story or teaching in there that brings it home as a Christmas movie. Those were my standards. So, And again, these are your standards. These are my standards. Okay, yes. And you may agree with me, and it seems like some of you are reasonable and do. <coughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> my daughter being one who terribly yes, agrees yes. with you. And my wife being one of them as well. Um, but uh, getting back to the theme of it all, as I was uh, laying in the bed, I realized that one of the movies um, fit that bill. But we'll get to that in a second. Because when you think about something like Rambo, yes, there was Christmas decorations. There was a Christmas tree in the precinct. 
but you can remove those and the movie still plays. But you could have named the movie Rambo Ruins Christmas. <laughs> but Rambo. It's, but it's not Rambo Ruins Christmas. It's just Rambo First Blood. But if it were Rambo Ruins Christmas, could we call it a Christmas movie? It, well, it has Christmas in the title, <laughs> but it's not. But okay, all right. All right. Anyway, continue. You could take the, you could wipe Christmas out of it, and it could be the movie could be set in March, and it doesn't matter. Lethal Weapon, even though think, you made arguments. I don't think he would have been frozen in March, but continue. Well, it's cold in March <laughs> in some places. They have snow. Anyway, um, even Lethal Weapon, where you made the argument that they're fighting in the front yard and they use Christmas lights. Well, he could have used a garden hose. At the end of it, he gives And Mr. Murder. Joshua shoots the, the thing and says, it's I'm, Merry Christmas. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. You, that's just, that's, you can just rewrite that part. With the with the with the bullet, he hands the bullet to Murtaugh. Well, I mean, you could rewrite it to where it's Murtaugh's birthday party, and he gives him the bullet as a birthday present to say, "I no longer want to blow my brains out." When he drives into the house and the Christmas tree falls on the hood of the the car, okay, that's great, but it could be a television. I mean, you can get around that. You can rewrite. You can write around that, and you can remove Christmas, and it doesn't change the plot of the movie that there's drug dealers and suicide and murder and all that stuff. It doesn't change the movie. And it's the same thing with any of the other ones. Now, Scrooge was in there. Now, Scrooge is an adaptation of A Christmas Carol. But Scrooge really isn't an action movie. But you throw it in there, great, whatever. I don't Looking call... back, I wish I'd have done Rocky IV. There you okay, go. Because Rocky IV, great Christmas movie. Anyway. <laughs> However, now, to the retractions. I will grandfather in Die Hard. Because, as my brother mentioned in the podcast, in order for Hans Gruber and his folks to get into the building, they timed it during the office Christmas party because the people he needed to gain access to the safe or what have you were going to be there and the rest of the building's vacant. So you'd have to do some, I don't know, gymnastics with the, with the script to write that out. Okay, so I'll grandfather it in. Now, now, you have to admit, once you, once you get past that, Christmas fades so far into the background, it don't matter anymore. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, it's it's written saying. on the chest of the dead man. I understand that. Okay. Well, you, yeah, I understand Continue. that. But you can rewrite that out, too. I'll give you Die Hard. Eventually, you're going to rewrite the whole movie. I'll give you Die Hard. Okay. But the one that I cannot... In good conscience, I have to take a full retraction because what ha what happens in this movie? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm what happens in this movie? It actually ties into the plot, and if you remove it, you ru you ruin the whole movie, and that's Batman Returns. Amen. Now, you may know where I'm going with this, but listener, I'll explain it to you. In Batman Returns, you have the first fight between Batwoman, a Bat Batman, and Catwoman, and he Batman's laying on his back, Catwoman's standing okay. over him, whatever. And Batman looks up and sees mistletoe. And what does he say? He says, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. But a kiss but can a be... But a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it, which is what Catwoman says to him. Fast forward, they're at the Christmas party. At this point, Bruce and uh, Selena are kind of dating or whatever, kind of seeing each other. And they're dancing, and then what does Selena do? She looks up and sees the mistletoe, and she says, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. 
And as Bruce pulls away from her, realizing as he says it without skipping a beat, but a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. They realize right then and there, they're not only are they lovers, but they're also enemies and their secret identities are revealed. So you, if you take, so because of mistletoe, which is iconically Christmas, you can't change the fact because of mistletoe, the movie ties in the, the Christmas theme ties directly into the plot and it's a Christmas movie because of that fact. And they're at a Christmas party. They're at a Christmas and it party. And starts in front of a Christmas tree. And the guy calls himself Santa Claus. I understand. And, 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 and. But you can remove all of those elements and rewrite it at a different time frame. Max Shrek can come out and it don't have to be in a Santa Claus outfit. He can just be coming out and giving out charity. It doesn't matter. You can take up, you can wash Christmas out of it and you still have the theme of the penguin and Max Shrek trying to gain power. Don't back up on power. your retraction. I was absorbing I'm, it. I was taking it in. Remember, remember my standard. Remember in. my standard, sir. In. You got to remember my standard. Okay. It has to tie into the plot. The mistletoe ties directly into the plot, so the rest of the Christmas element ties into it as well. It's a Christmas movie. So you heard it here, folks. I'll Batman Returns is a Christmas, is a Christmas movie. movie. However, it didn't win anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I don't think I don't think it's going to be on the family friendly. List. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Did, did you know? And this is just a piece of trivia. Did you know that when the first Batman came out, it actually changed the way movies were advertised forever because it was had such a marketing ploy and there was so much that was done. But the second one was so unkid friendly mm. that McDonald's got upset because they wanted to, you know, McDonald's sponsored the first movie and they right. wanted to sponsor and they, they couldn't because right. it was so absolutely uh, uh, bad. And there's a lot of innuendo and a lot of, just, oh, I mean, my gosh. the penguin eating a raw fish and things that he said. And it was, it, the second Batman is not family, family no, friendly, no. but it is a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Okay. We agree. <laughs> Listener. And uh, I guess watch her today because we are on video. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Coffee with a Calvinist. And again, I know this is silly. This is just something fun that we're having fun with this week. But Richard, thank you for being with me. And this is the first time we've done this in person, but hopefully we'll do it again. Maybe we'll set up a studio one day where we'll be able to do this more in person. But thank you, listener, for being with us today for Coffee with a Calvinist. This is Richard Roden. I'm Keith Foskey. We're missing Sam Brown for our Caffeinated Calvinist Roundtable, but this was a Caffeinated Calvinist duo, <laughs> and maybe we will duo it again, a dynamic duo. There you because go. Because Batman is, Batman Returns is, is a, Christmas a Christmas movie. Moon. Thank you for listening to Coffee with a Calvinist. My name is Keith Foskey, and I've been your Calvinist. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Coffee with the Calvinist. If you enjoyed the program, please take a moment to subscribe and provide us feedback. We love to receive your comments and questions and may even engage with them in a future episode. As you go about your day, remember this. Jesus Christ came to save sinners. All who come to Him in repentance and faith will find Him to be a perfect Savior. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him. May God be with you.